coming up. The Bible says if you haven't received his righteousness through Jesus Christ, by faith in Jesus Christ, then you're wicked. He didn't say that there's no peace for the wicked-er or the wicked s. That's not what he said. He said there's no peace for the wicked. So it doesn't mean if you're not if you're not the wicked s, you don't get out of it either. If you're just a little wicked, okay, you're wicked. You're wicked. <laughs> According to the Bible, this yeah. is not this is not my words. And he, the Bible's very clear. It says there's no peace for the wicked. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. So often, preparation for Christmas involves lights and decorations, shopping for gifts, and preparing the perfect meal. But Christmas has a much deeper meaning than all of these things. In the message series, Preparing Our Hearts for Christmas, we'll learn how true preparation begins with having hearts full of hope, joy, peace, and love. This is especially important today with how COVID-19 has dramatically changed our lives. One change has been our inability to gather together with one another. So let's join Pastor Rob and his wife Carolyn from their home as they bring God's message. Here is the second message in the series, Filling Our Hearts with Peace. Amen. We've been speaking on the series, Preparing Our Heart for Christmas and Filling Our Hearts. And our our subtopic for today is Filling Our Hearts with Peace. With Peace. So hopefully you're ready to dive in. Um, God got something he want us to want us to hear today. And let's um, draw nigh. Mm-hmm. Let's draw, <laughs> draw nigh to him. Amen. Amen. So on your paper, uh, write this down. Okay. A, proper preparation for Christ, for Christmas, produces peace in the human heart. Proper preparation for Christmas produces peace in the human heart and i want to give a couple ways that it does this number one it produces peace from god it produces peace from god look at what luke 2 13 through 14 says Um, suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel praising god and saying glory to god in the highest and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Amen. Amen. And so just to give some context here, this is when um, the heavenly hosts appeared to the shepherds and they were coming and proclaiming, they were proclaiming that peace is coming on earth. But they made it very clear that it's not coming to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk a little more about that later. But it says it's coming to those with whom God is pleased. Yeah. Now, we need to understand that this was a big deal. This was a big deal. <laughs> a huge deal. 
All right. I'm going to accent that later too, but I want to prime you right now that the coming of Christ is not something to take lightly. Mm -hmm. It's not the, something to take lightly. We should take this um, very, 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 I can keep going saying very a million times. Mm -hmm. Seriously. Yeah. Amen. Look what Isaiah 9, 6 says. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, yes. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Yes. Amen. That Prince of Peace says he's the ruler mm. of peace, the captain of peace, the chief mm. of peace, the commander of peace, the leader of peace. When you want to know about peace? <laughs> You go to the Prince of Peace. You go to the Prince of Peace. That's <laughs> right, dear. That's Man. right. That's right. And so uh, it, it, the, the, the scripture is declaring this, this This is a big deal to us. Um, you know that it's a big deal when, when God dispatches a host of angels. Mm -hmm. Hey, just think about that. Okay. Think about it. God sent a host of angels. Mm -hmm. It was a big deal to God. Yeah. Again, we're going to dive deeper into that concept um, as we move along here. 1 Corinthians 1.3 says this. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul often on several occasions started his letter to the churches saying something similar to this about grace and peace from from God mm -hmm. going to these believers in different places. Yeah. Paul is declaring that God is the originator of peace. He's the initiator of peace. I'm going to say that again so you can get that in your spirit. God is the originator mm -hmm. and the initiator. And the initiator, okay. Of peace. Again, we're going to cover that a little more later. This is important. Mm -hmm. The second aspect of peace that produces itself in the human heart is it produces peace with God. With God. Huh? It produces peace, peace with God. Mm -hmm. Romans 5, 1 says, therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because, what, because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Man. This is a very important aspect of peace to have because mm -hmm. um, it means that you are on God's side. Mm -hmm. You're on God's side. Um, I don't know about you. If I'm going to be on That's anybody's right. side. That's right. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I want to be on God's side. You know, if, if I if, if, if I'm picking a team. I'm picking a team. I don't mm. care what it is. I yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh -huh. You know, and it, I'm picking God first. I don't know about you. Who you drafting first? Amen. I'm picking God. This, as I talked about this, it reminded me of one of my coworkers um, some years ago when I was uh, turning my tools with 
uh, and uh, operating as an instrumentation technician. Mm -hmm. One of my coworkers had the audacity to say something blasphemous. <laughs> and we were having a conversation with a bunch of other uh, instrumentation techs, and we were talking about, you know, the skill sets, the knowledge and skills and abilities an instrumentation technician mm -hmm. needs. And just so you understand, instrumentation technician is we we uh, calibrate, program, and maintain equipment that analyze stuff. So, uh, as you know, in you know, in 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 the water industry, we we have to analyze the water, and make sure it's has the right pH, that it has the right levels of chlorine, yeah. the right turbidity, mm -hmm. you know, it ain't junk in it, so that when it comes to your house, it's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't you want it right? Yep. And so Thank there's you. devices <laughs> that work to make sure the water is right, and we have to make sure those devices are maintained, calibrated, all those things. So we were talking about the skills, knowledge and skills that it takes. And one of my coworkers had the audacity to say some blasphemous. He says, I wouldn't even choose Jesus as a coke, as a control tech mm. <laughs> or as an instrumentation technician. Mm. I, I, it was very difficult for me to, uh, <laughs> you know, process that. And I was, I, and I saw for the first time the level of blasphemy. Yeah, that must have been in this man's heart the level of ignorance that he must have. Mm -hmm. So um, that he he says, you know, he wouldn't even take Jesus on his instrument tech team. So he didn't trust Jesus. Is that was that the point? He, said, well, he was saying Jesus didn't know how to be an instrumentation. Oh, tech. just he, just him. Is that it? No, no, not just him. It's just he was he was highlighting the fact that it's a special skill set that even oh. Jesus didn't have. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> is what he was trying to say. Hmm. Um, but I, I want to declare something totally different than that. Uh, yes. Because uh, yes. the Jesus I know is declare Lord of Lord. That's right. He's King of Kings. That's right. Uh, he's the first and the last, the beginning and the end, mm -hmm. <laughs> Alpha and Omega. That's uh, right. Uh, that he, he's the one that holds everything together. Mm -hmm. if, if it wasn't for him, everything would fall apart, okay? Every instrument take device would fall apart. Right, right. <laughs> It wouldn't even function if it mm -hmm. wasn't for Christ. Mm -hmm. And these are things that he didn't understand. Obviously, he didn't understand mm -hmm. that God created the instruments. Right, right. It was God that made the water that we're yes, cleaning. Yes. It was God that made him. him. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was, it was Jesus Christ that made him. And gave him the ability to And gave him the to ability learn. to be an instrumentation technician. Amen. Amen. Do y'all understand what I'm saying to you today? <laughs> yeah. Blasphemous. But this is the world we're living in. Mm -hmm. That we are not honoring Christ for who he is. The one that holds it all together. And that's, this, that's one reason. And then we're going to talk about some other reasons why it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. And still is a big deal. Yeah. That Christ would come to earth and take on human form like yes. you and I. It's yes. a big deal. Don't ever let anybody let you mm -hmm. talk that down, water that down. It's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And hopefully after today, you will see it bigger than you ever have. Yeah. That's my hope for, for us today. Amen. 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 <laughs> I didn't mean to say all of that, but I'm glad I did. 
I'm glad I did. So here, as we're preparing our hearts for Christmas, uh, B, write this down. What can we do to fill our hearts with peace? Hmm. What can we do to fill our hearts with peace? I want to give you a few things that mm -hmm. you can do uh, to fill your heart with peace. I hope you, I trust that you're paying attention. Number one, write this down. Be keenly aware that the seed of the woman and the seed of the devil are at war. Yeah, yeah. Be keenly aware that the seed of the woman mm -hmm. and the seed of the devil are at war. Mm -hmm. Look what it says in Genesis 3.15. This is God speaking after the fall of man. I will put enmity between you and the woman. God is speaking to the devil. Mm -hmm. He says, I'm going to put enmity. That's hostility. That's uh, war. That's uh, uh, distance. Mm -hmm. You can say whatever you want. Anything that causes uh, fighting and biting and all that stuff. He said, I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. Mm -hmm. He shall. Look how God says he shall. Mm -hmm. Bruise his head and you shall bruise his heel. God declares that there's war. God declared war. In the Garden of Eden. Yeah. Between the seed of the woman. Not the seeds of the woman. Mm -hmm. But the seed singular. And God was speaking of Jesus Christ right here. And that was the seed with a capital S. And that's the seed with a capital S. In the New King James Version. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm. I'm putting enmity. I'm putting, putting conflict. I'm putting hostility between the seed of the woman and the seed of the devil. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, 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 and let's, let's see, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, about all of this. Okay. Um, because <laughs> God declared war. He declared war. Okay. We see the war playing itself out rather quickly, <clears throat> rather quickly after God declared it. Mm -hmm. All right. Think about it today. In today's environment, if one nation declares war against another, it's going to start playing itself out rather quickly. All right. We've, we've been through some wars. Mm -hmm. We've seen some wars. Um, we've read about word, wars. We heard about them. God declared war and he declared that the seed of the woman is going to win. Mm -hmm. He declared it. It started playing itself self out rather quickly. The very next chapter of Genesis. Yeah. Cain kills Abel. The very next chapter. Yeah. Cain operating under the influence of the devil, killed mm -hmm. 
the righteous seed of Adam and of, of, of Eve. Because mm -hmm. the Bible says that Abel was righteous. Mm -hmm. right. That Abel gave a acceptable offering to God. And the the unrighteous child mm -hmm. kills the righteous one. Right. You know why? Because it was war. It was war. <laughs> I, I want you to get this. You, you got to get this. This thing is much bigger than we might think it is. Cain kills Abel. Okay. His own brother. His own brother. Mm -hmm. So at that time, they were the only two seeds of the woman. Right. So it might seem like it's over now. Mm -hmm. The war is over. Mm -hmm. The seed of the woman has lost. But no. Adam and Eve knew each other again. Yeah. Yeah. And Seth comes in mm -hmm. and y'all know that the line starts to go and then more children come mm -hmm. in. Y'all mm -hmm. see, yeah. see what's happening here? All right. Then so, sometime later, sometime later, King Saul under the influence of the devil, remember it's a war going on. Yeah. Tries to kill David. Right. From whom God declared through the prophets, mm -hmm. the seed would come through his line. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Saul tries to kill him. You know why? Because it's war. Because it's war. It's war. Okay. He tries to kill him, but he failed. He failed to kill him. Uh, uh, um, fast forward even more. I can we can stop at many biblical historical points and see the warfare where the devil was trying to disrupt the coming of the seed. The coming of Christ. The coming of Christ. Yeah. And then when Christ finally came, King Herod sent out an edict in order to kill all the boys who were two years old and younger. Right. Why? Because it's a war. Mm -hmm. Under the influence of Satan himself, yeah. King Herod declared, commanded them to kill all the boys two years and under because he heard that Christ had came. Yeah. Amen. The one who was born king. Mm -hmm. The seed. Mm -hmm. This is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to make sure you're tracking with me here because uh, <laughs> it's important that you're tracking. Mm-hmm. So when we what we read earlier, when the heavenly host showed up to the shepherds and they declared that peace was on earth, mm -hmm. <laughs> not peace to everybody, but peace to those who put their trust in God. Amen. They was declaring something serious here because it, it's a war. That's right. That's right. God sent a host of angels, mm -hmm. okay, and declared when, when Christ came. So get this. When Christ came, because it's a war, it was like God dropped the nuclear bomb. <laughs> All right. You, you got to right. get this. You got to get this. This, right. this, this, was, this was the drop of the bomb. And then he sends a host of angels from heaven. Mm-hmm. Onto enemy territory. Right. After he dropped the bomb. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. The enemy knew it was a big deal. Yeah. All right. It's a big deal when Christ came. That's why Herod, the enemy's response to the bomb being dropped was to kill all the babies two mm -hmm. years old and up. It's a war, y'all. Yeah. Don't, don't let anybody play down the birth of Christ ever, ever. It's a war. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know that you're special, that you're something. When, uh, when, uh, Stars, a star introduces you. <laughs> the Bible says there was a star <laughs> that they saw in the sky that was an indicator that the seed was here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. you, you know, when, when, when the lights that introduce you is just not a spotlight, yeah. but it's a star. Right. You know you you know you something. Right. You know you something when a heavenly host sings sings your theme song for you. Y'all mm -hmm. y'all get the, the angels came mm -hmm. and sung Christ is coming his theme song when he came into the world. They 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 came the scripture says I read it, I read it to you again. A great company of heavenly hosts appeared with an angel praising yeah. God and saying glory yeah. to God in the highest. Yeah. Peace on earth. Yeah. When angels are your introduction, <laughs> they they your theme song. Mm -hmm. You know you something. Yeah. Oh, it's right. a big deal. It's a big deal. You know why? Because the bomb had just dropped. The nuclear bomb, the spiritual bomb. Boom. Mm -hmm. God had just dropped it. Yeah. Uh, it was so it was so such an important moment that God sent. I'll say again, the heavenly host. This was serious business. All right. It's a war. It, it, it gets even better, y'all. It gets even better. Uh, I, I'm going to fast forward a little bit, then we'll back back up. But, you know, 33 years later, uh, God dropped another bomb because <laughs> it's a war. Because <laughs> the enemy thought he had won. Right. But then Christ rose up out the grave. It was right. another bomb drop. Boom. Yeah. Because it's Amen. a war. Yeah. It's a war. Yeah. yeah. And then about 50 days later, mm -hmm. God dropped another bomb. Right. And then the Holy Spirit came down. Yes. Boom. Amen. It's a war. Mm -hmm. And guess what happened when the Holy Spirit came down? The Bible says that over what? 3,000 folk got saved. You know what that means? The enemy, the devil, lost 3,000 that day. Yeah. Because <laughs> God had dropped the bomb. Because God gained 3,000. Because God gained 3,000. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Amen. It's a war, y'all. Don't ever let anybody play down yeah. the birth of Christ. Just like for us today, in our generation, mm -hmm. what the meaning of the significance of 9-11, mm -hmm. yeah. it was significant. Right. Right? Yeah. It changed the world. It changed our nation mm -hmm. because it was war. When Christ came and dropped, God dropped that. The world has never been the same ever since. They've never been the same. The world ain't been the same. The clocks changed. A whole bunch of stuff shifted when that happened. It was a significant moment. Just like for you, it, you, you nobody would never make you play down the significance of 9-11. Mm -hmm. You can visualize the planes now flying into yeah. the Twin Towers. Right. 
when Christ came, it was a big deal in the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. So don't ever let anyone play that down to you. Amen. Okay. Look what Jesus said. If you don't, if you if you didn't, if you didn't realize that it was a war before, I, I, look what Jesus says in Matthew 10, 34 through 37. He says, do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to earth. I did not come to bring peace. You know why? Because it's a war. He says, but I came to bring a sword. <laughs> you know why? Because it's a war. Right. He, he's the seed. Yeah. And it reads on verse 35. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Hmm. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's hard. That's a it's hard, hard saying. Yep. That's a hard saying. But what Christ is saying here, that even in the midst of family, there will be some who mm -hmm. please God, yeah. who love God, who are saved, and then there's some who aren't. Right, right. And if you're if you're not saved, mm -hmm. then you're on the other team. Right. You, you, you know. You're on the other side. Right, right. It's really clear. It's a war. Mm -hmm. Christ says, so you can't love the folks on the other team more than you love me. Right. You, you, you can't do that. Because they don't love him. Because they don't love him. Mm -hmm. And so he says that there's going to be some division happening in families. Right. Because some will believe and some won't. He's not saying not to love your family. No, he's not saying not to love the family. Just, yeah. But he wants you to understand that it is a war. Right. And see, some of us have experienced the the implications from having family members who think who are pursuing Christ and mm -hmm. some who are not. Not, yes. You can see where there's there's yes. uh, 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 a disparate uh, mindset. Mm-hmm. Because of that. Right. It's a war, y'all. Amen. I can't say this on. And it gets even deeper. It gets even deeper because look what Isaiah 57, 21 says. It says here, there is no peace, says my God, for the wicked. Hmm. Yeah. I'll read that again. There is no peace. Says my God for the wicked. Hmm. That says I, a lot. <laughs> I, I, so when we talk about peace in our hearts, mm -hmm. it draws a line in the sand. That's right. If we really got true peace in our heart mm -hmm. through Christ Jesus. I want to I wanna lovingly and respectfully say this. If you are not righteous, mm. meaning if you have not received the righteousness that comes from God through Jesus Christ, then you are wicked. Hmm. Yeah. According to the Bible. According to the Bible. It's not me saying I'm just a messenger. Right. The Bible says if you haven't received his righteousness. Mm-hmm. Through Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. by faith in Jesus Christ, then you're wicked. 
He didn't say that there's no peace for the wicked-er or the wicked-es. Mm. That's not what he said. He said there's no peace for the wicked. So Period. it doesn't mean if you're not if if you're not the wicked s, you don't get out of it either. Right. If you're just a little wicked, mm -hmm. okay, you're wicked. You're wicked. <laughs> According to the Bible, this yeah. is not this is not my words. Yeah. And he the Bible's very clear. It says there's no peace for the wicked. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I'm sorry to say this too, but I have to say it. Mm -hmm. Everyone who dies is not resting in peace. That's that's true. That's true. According to God's word. Amen. Remember, there's a bigger war going on and Satan tried to kill the very seed that would bring peace. Yeah. So everybody who dies is not, according to scripture, resting Mm -hmm. in peace and I know that we have a habit of saying that when somebody we hear about somebody passing away on you know social media or something and we go rest in peace resting but it's not true for everybody it's not true because not everybody loved God not everybody loved every, God not everybody was not everybody's righteous. pleasing mm -hmm. God not everybody has faith in God Amen. not everybody's living for God not everyone has surrendered to God yes man so we can't say it for everybody can't say that for everyone yeah According to scripture. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm the messenger. Man. Think about it. The very one who would bring peace, Satan tried to kill. Mm -hmm. uh, God's son yeah. himself, mm -hmm. the seed. And to ascribe to everyone mm -hmm. peace that comes from him wouldn't be right. Yeah. So God determines who he has peace with. And he's determined that it will come through those who have faith in his son, Jesus Christ. Romans 16, 20 says this. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Amen. Amen. It's a war, everybody. Christ coming is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was God's dropping the bomb on this spiritual war that's real. Yeah. It's real. Mm -hmm. So his coming is a big deal. We should never forget it, never downplay it. Yes. And never let anyone cause us to downplay it. Amen. Amen. Don't let the Christmas commercial season make you downplay it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The second thing that we can do to help fill, to fill our hearts with peace is, and I shared this with you guys some time ago, it's an acronym I came up with for peace. And it is purpose every day to acknowledge Christ in every way. Purpose every day to acknowledge Christ in every way. Amen. Amen. Here's some scriptural, scriptural support for that. Luke 9.23 says this. Then said the crowd, if any of you wants to be, then he said to the crowd, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross daily 
and follow me. Amen. So Christ says, if you're going to be my follower, you got to take up your cross daily and follow him. Mm -hmm. So that means you should be following him every day in every way. Yeah. And you should be doing things that are indicative of that you following Christ. Mm -hmm. So purpose every day to acknowledge Christ in every way. So you can be in peace. Amen. Yeah, the third thing that we can do to uh, fill our hearts with peace, seek more than what the world has to offer. Seek more than what the world has to offer. Desire more than material things. Mm -hmm. John 14, 27 says this, and this is Jesus talking. Peace I leave with you. Peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Amen. So Jesus says, I'm giving you peace. Mm -hmm. And so y'all, you know, I, I, and I'm not giving it to you the way the world does. And so he's saying you should desire something more than what the world has to offer. Cause I'm offering you something that the world's not offering. Amen. <laughs> All right. And he says, and it's peace. So don't get upset or don't lose your peace mm -hmm. when you don't get the gift you wanted. I'm going right. to say it again. Somebody else, somebody need to hear that. Don't lose your peace. If I don't get what I want for Christmas. If you don't get what you want for Christmas, right? <laughs> you don't get what you want for Christmas, don't lose your peace over it. Yeah. It ain't worth it. Right. Right? Because you're, just, you're seeking something that the world doesn't offer. Mm -hmm. All right? Uh, wouldn't you rather have what Jesus wants you to have instead? That's like, right. Like peace? Team Jesus. Uh, all the way. Wouldn't you want to have that? And he, he wants you to have the peace and peace in all those levels that my Carolyn, my wife was mentioning earlier. Yeah. It's peace with God, peace, yes. uh, peace inside yes. and peace with others. Right. Because see, you right. get mad because the gift you didn't get. All of a sudden, there's no peace inside. There's no peace inside. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have peace and, with anybody and else. You might not have peace with no one else either because <laughs> you, 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 you wondering, you sitting right. up there with your, your lip poked out wondering, you know, um, like a five-year-old, what happened to my, you know, right. um, my what video I, game right. or whatever. Whatever it was you, you wanted. You wanted, you yes. know, and accept God's peace. Amen. Um, it's what something the world can't, can't offer. Amen. The fourth thing that we can do to prepare our hearts for Christmas is start trusting God now. Mm -hmm. Start trusting God now. Trust him today. Yeah, Isaiah 26, 3 says, you will keep, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. Amen. All those thoughts are, all those, all whose thoughts are fixed on oh. you. This is Isaiah yeah. saying about God. He says, you will keep in perfect peace, mm -hmm. complete peace, all who trust in you, all the, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Yeah. So start trusting God now. Don't wait until something happens. No, trust him now. Start building trust in your heart now mm -hmm. because the scripture declares that God will give you peace. Got to let things go. You yes. Know? Let it go to God. Just give it to God and stop trying to take it back and manage it yourself. And right. And don't trust yeah. your managing <laughs> or trust your bank account or yeah. whatever. Trust God. Amen. Because that's where the peace comes from. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth thing that we can do to prepare our hearts for Christmas is sort of the opposite. Stop worrying now. Mm -hmm. Stop worrying now. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, 
Don't worry about anything. Mm -hmm. Instead, pray about everything. Mm -hmm. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. Mm -hmm. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 The scripture declares now, just just, just don't worry. Just stop worrying. Mm -hmm. And don't worry about anything. Right. All right? Pray about everything mm -hmm. instead. Give it to God. Give it to God. And so, and then the, the Bible says that you'll get a peace that you can't, you wouldn't even understand. Mm -hmm. And other people don't understand either. Yeah. <laughs> and others, others right, won't understand it right. either. I sure want that. I, that's what I want to have. I want to have that peace. Mm -hmm. And we can start doing that now. Yes. Stop worrying now. Yes. And we can start filling our hearts, our hearts with peace as the, the day we celebrate um, the Lord's birth comes. Amen. And then the last thing I want to share um, in regards to what we can do to fill our hearts with peace mm -hmm. is number six, foster peace by being mature, mm. foster peace by being mature. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm glad, um, my wife told the story on the airplane with my son, because as she was telling it, I saw that I'm, I'm, I'm coming back to that <laughs> because that's what happened on that plane that caught that turbulence. Yeah. Is that uh, she she was scared. She had fears and all those kinds of things, too. Mm -hmm. And but she knew that she needed to foster peace. Right. Right. Um, with our son. Yes. And not just with her son, everybody else in the, right. on the plane, because mm -hmm. hysteria could have broke out on That's the plane. Right. That's right. Um, if it, it depends on how hard it hit. Yes. And, and it was hitting pretty hard. It was hitting hard. <laughs> yeah. And so she took the mature route. Mm hmm. She acted mature in it to the extent that my son said, did you feel that? She, he was, she <laughs> More was than acting, once. Yeah. More than once. She was yes. acting so mature. She, it looked like she didn't even feel it. Okay. Yeah. And I want to yeah. challenge us to be more, be more mature here. This is another reason why we need to mature. Mm -hmm. and, this, and here in 2 Timothy, it, builds, it, 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 it makes it clear here. So it says here in 2 Timothy mm -hmm. 2, 22 through 26. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lust. Run. Run from anything that stimulates youthful <laughs> lust. In, in other words, he says, run, run from immaturity. Yes. And he's in, in, in instructing us to do something instead. He says here, he goes on and reads, instead, pursue righteous living, mm -hmm. faithfulness. All of these are signs of maturity. Righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Amen. This is a way to run from immaturity or youthful lust. Mm -hmm. And it reads on, enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Yes. Enjoy yes. that companionship. Enjoy those companies, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then verse 23 says, again, I say, mm -hmm. don't get involved in foolish Ignorant arguments that only starts fights. Can't get any plainer than that. Can't get any plainer. <laughs> he says, if you're getting involved in these in these foolish, ignorant arguments, you're acting immature. Mm -hmm. That's youthful lust. That's that's not mature actions. Mm -hmm. And and so we need to foster peace by maturing. And then verse 24 reads on: A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone. 
able to teach another sign of maturity mm -hmm. and be patient another sign of maturity yeah. and be patient with difficult people. people amen these are signs of maturity mm -hmm. and then verse 25 says gently another sign of maturity <laughs> yes <laughs> to be gentle. gentle yes amen gently instruct those who's who oppose the truth mm -hmm. perhaps god will change those people's hearts Yes. And they will learn the truth. Yes. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap, mm. the enemy's trap. Mm. Mm. They've been captured. Right. By the enemy. By the enemy in yes. the war between the sea. Yes. Right. Okay. Y'all see this? Yes. And they've been captured. They've been captured. Yes. They're in the trap. Mm -hmm. And it's telling us to act mature. So that this might get them free from the trap. Amen. This might get them right with God. And it reads on, mm -hmm. for they have been held captive by him to do whatever he, he wants. wants. Yes. So they're captive by the enemy. Mm -hmm. He's using them yeah. to fight his war against the seed. Yeah. And it's telling us to be mature. Grow up. So we might free some of these people. Right. Just so like ha what happened when the bomb of the Holy Spirit dropped and yeah. 3,000 folks got saved. The devil Amen. lost 3,000. God gained 3,000. Amen. Praise the Lord. We need to grow up. These are signs of maturity. Mm -hmm. And then Matthew 5, 9 says this. God blesses those who work for peace. For they will be called the children. Work for peace, y'all. Continue to work for peace so that you can be called and you be referred to and you be a child of God. That's what children of God do. We're peacemakers. Peacemakers. That's what we do. Amen. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Thank you for listening.